Welcome to our Saw and Live podcast. Throughout this series, you will be reminded of the things God has prepared for you, revealed to you by His Spirit. God is bringing revival into your heart and community. Remember to take notes and share this podcast. Every day, His mercies are new. See, when I was growing up as a child, it was hard for me to understand this because my mom will tell me, Yo sé lo que hiciste ayer. Eh? I know what you did yesterday, so remember what you did two weeks ago. How many of you got that? You know, so I will have like, you know, I was, Mom, but I'm behaving good today, but I know you. I know you, you know. And, but see, when we come into the Lord, He says, hmm, I know you. I know what I deposited in you. And the best, the best version of God in your life is still to come. Somebody say amen. I want to celebrate all the fathers in the house today. I want to honor you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all you do, for all your sacrifices, for everything that you do for your family. Can we give a hand to the Lord for all the fathers that are here? Come on. We're so proud. We're so blessed by you. We're so blessed to have you in our life, and we want to thank you for that. I don't know if you get this, but when Jesus teaches us to pray, he, uh, he teaches us to pray this way, our Father in heaven. Mm. Our Father in heaven. How many of you are grateful that we have a Father in heaven? And, and, and I don't know if you can get this in your spirit, but what he's saying is every father in the house here gets to represent me. Somebody say with me, represent he gives us that title. He says, our Father. Jesus is teaching us to pray. I want you to know we have a good Father. We have a good Father in heaven. And He's, in, he's given us that title, every Father that's here. He's given us the privilege to care for His children. And I just want to honor you for representing Him well. I want to honor you for representing Him well. I want to go to Scripture today. Uh, I want to go to 2 Corinthians chapter 6. Uh, in verse 18, 2 Corinthians chapter 6. If you're ready for the Word of God, I need you to be awake, okay? If you're ready, say with me, oh yeah! yeah. Let's go to the Word of God in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 18. The Word states this, I will be a father to you, and you shall be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. I will be a father to you, and you'll be my sons and daughters, says the Lord, says God Almighty. This is so needed right now. Um, in our society, in our culture, 43% of the households in America grow up fatherless. Come on. And scripture says this, I'll be a father to you. you. Anything you need, any need you have, I can provide. There's a reason Jesus says, I am the bread of life. And today I want to remind you that he's calling you. He's calling you his own. You belong to a family. You are his son. You are his daughter. Would you close your eyes with me, please? Let's pray together. God, I thank you for your love. I just thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your presence in this place. Holy Spirit, you are welcome in this place. And Lord, I just pray that you will use my lips. They'll be your giftings. They'll be your word. Lord, um, take our thoughts captive to Christ right now. And anything that's trying to hinder, to distract, we cancel it. We just pray your peace and your joy over this place. In Jesus' name, somebody say amen. amen. Like you're awake, say amen. amen. I'm going to tell your dad, just wait till your dad gets here. How many of you heard this growing up? Come on. Just wait 
As soon as your dad gets here, el cinto, the belt is going to come your way. You know what I'm saying? Forget about the chancla. You know, chancla Mother's Day, but Father's Day, you got el cinto. Anybody know what I'm talking about? You know, be, I'm going to tell your dad as soon as he gets here. And I was like, listen, mom, listen, mom, don't tell, please don't tell me that. I'm going to be here, mom. Please, don't le digas, I'm telling you, stop doing that. My dad walks in. I, usually I would have time to react to this and I will go and hide literally I will go and I will go to the roof of the house okay I, I will climb up and stay on the roof for like a good 30 minutes once they'll tell me uh, are you hungry or not I knew they were kind of you know at peace now but when 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 this happened my dad walked in and my dad used to be a chero I don't know if you guys know what that is but a belt and boots I kind of like a Mexican cowboy if I can put it to you this way you know and as soon as he walked in there was just this uh, authority of princes that came in and I saw my mom Juan Jose guess what guess what Pepito did again one more time I keep telling him and telling him and he doesn't listen I don't know I don't know what to do no more go get him and I need you to please today today teach him a lesson and I'm listening you know I'm listening I'm like oh man he's coming over I don't know where to hide it's too late to hide he walks in, says, what are you doing? I had taken out of the sofa both cushions and put them against the wall. I was running towards the wall, doing a flip and falling on them. And I was getting, <laughs> doesn't that sound like fun? I was having a good time, you know, I keep running, going, and I was getting my sisters, putting them on my feet and throwing them towards the wall. Don't look at me like, you know what I'm talking about? throwing them towards the wall and I tell him listen they have cushion <laughs> my dad comes in and he says what are you doing dad I'm... takes off his boots I'm like this is it this is it it's over Lord I repent of all my sins <laughs> runs from one end to the other and does a flip on the cushion come on <laughs> he says your turn your turn my mom goes in, oh, what are you doing? What's wrong with you? I'm telling you. I don't know what your greatest memory of your dad is. But I'm telling you something. When Jesus said in Matthew 18 to become a, like a child, he was talking about not just an attitude, say with me, lifestyle, but a lifestyle. In Matthew 18, verse 3, Scripture says, Surely I say to you, unless you are converted, listen to this, okay? This takes effort. Unless you are converted and become as little children, you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. Unless you become a child again, say with me, a child again. Unless you change your heart. Unless you understand that heaven is full of children at heart. You know, I don't know about you, but I get worried over so many things now, especially, you know, uh, listening to the news and all these things, um, you know, that sometimes I forget that I have to be a, a child. Jesus is talking about having childlike faith. Uh, but I think we struggle with this because many of us are waiting for dad to step in and our image of dad is a belt. 
And can I tell you, you have a father that comes in and says, what are you doing? Come on, anybody in here ever done something wrong? And God walks in and says, what are you doing? See, Jesus came so that when you were expecting punishment, you could find joy. And in many of our lives, I'll give you this, your greatest flaw, what you thought you were going to be punished for, is what he uses as your greatest testimony. Man in the house, this is just my character. And Jesus steps in and says, what are you doing? I need you to use that, but to defeat demons. <laughs> are you listening? And, and many of us have been taught that God will come in and punish you. And I want to tell you that God already came in and he took the punishment. And he wants you to enjoy a relationship with him like you never seen before. He wants to be a father to you. So with me, revival. We're talking about revival this month. And many times when, when I look back to this, uh, revival is not just new life. Revival is that I don't longer live in what I used to live anymore. More than new life is his life. Did you get that? It's his life. It's, it's not my life. Now I live for him. And, and many times when I say things like this, when Paul will say things like, I no longer live, but Christ lives in me, we hear those scriptures and it's like, man, that sounds awesome. And so you have to carry the cross. What I love about Jesus is that he doesn't say, I'm going to give you a new life and then walks out. He stays with you. See, my dad became, for that for those 15 minutes, a child again. Dr. Olivares took off and became a child again. Do you think you can take off whatever title you have today to become a child again? I, 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 I need to challenge you today because you're missing out on what God has for you because you're so worried about your title, of your reputation, of what you have, of what you need to do, what people care about, uh, making sure you have enough money, making sure you're doing the right thing. And I'm telling you, listen, uh, the worst thing we do is that when God is calling us to more, we don't understand that more requires that we become less. I remember enjoying that moment. Um, I still had to pick up after. And he helped me to clean up. But I believe today God's looking for fathers. He's looking for a church that says, I want a heart of a child. I want a heart. I want, see, a heart of a child forgives. How many of you have children here? Raise your hand. I'm talking about like elementary. Raise your hand. Elementary, okay. Have you ever gotten so mad at your children that all you can do is laugh? Come on, I want to know the parents. Raise your hand. You're like, <laughs> if I don't laugh, I'm going to punch the wall. <laughs> the Bible says that if us being evil know how to give good things, know how to show compassion, how much more will a heavenly father? Come on. It says give all things. How many things? All things. To those that ask, to those that are humble, to those that recognize God. Um, I think that for Father's Day, we need to do a little bit of a paradigm shift. We need to do a little bit of a rethinking. And if you can look at me for a minute, uh, what happens Father Mother's Day, church? Come on. I didn't hear you. What happens Mother's Day? Ooh, 
carne asada. We start celebrating. We celebrate double. Those of us that are from the, from the border, we celebrate double. We celebrate Diez de Mayo, and we celebrate, no, we celebrate double. And, and I love all the moms in the house. You know, you guys are amazing. But there's something that has shifted in our culture. What happens on Father's Day? Is it today? Go tell your dad. Go tell your dad, happy Father's Day. And I believe, I want you to listen, I believe this has been intentional in our society so that we stop honoring fathers. Because if we stop honoring father, we, we would never be able to connect with a father. <laughs> and Jesus says, when you pray, say, my father in heaven, you represent me. Look, men in the house, you're important. Can I talk to you for a minute? I said, you're important. You're so important. God has called you and has equipped you in such a way to represent him in all you do. I don't know if you get this, but I need you to, I need you to listen to this, please. 63% of the youth that are committing suicide right now come from a, fa- from a fatherless home. 63% of the youth that are committing suicide right now come, come from a place where there's not a father figure. Hmm. 90%, look at me please, I need you to listen, I need you to understand you're important. 90% of the homeless that are out there right now, 90% of the youth that are homeless right now come from a fatherless home. I don't know if you get this. 90%, 80% of our judicial system, 80% is composed of fatherless men and women. You are important. You matter. The fact that you stay, the fact that you work, the fact that you're here at church. Now I want to give you the opposite, the good percentages. I want you to listen to this. 70% of the homes that have a father present and available. Did you hear what I said? Because you can be present and not available. Present and available. 70% of them have their children graduate from high school. Seven times more likely... For a person to not drop out of school, which gives them more opportunities. Come on. You're important. You have a father next to you. Tell him you're important. You're important. You are important. I need you to get this because I know many times we oversee this day. And we're here to celebrate the father that's in heaven. But I'm here to tell you, you represent. And you're representing him well because you're here today. Hmm. 50% of the children that have both parents in the house, that have the father in the house. Listen, are 200% richer. Poverty does not affect them as much. You matter. You're important. And I need you to get this in your heart. You are not alone. And God says, I'll be a father to the fatherless. Come on, somebody. You, we are not alone. And he says, I'll be a father and you'll be my son. You'll be my daughter. And Jesus says, I need you to become like a child again. I need you to dream again. I need you to have an adventure again. I need you to go and remember that you have a calling in your life. Say with me, revival. I need you to wake up again to the calling in your life. Colossians 3.23 says, and whatever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord. And what? Not to men. Whatever you do, do it as unto the Lord and not unto men. The way you speak to your spouse, the way you speak to your children. Listen, we have a problem when we speak better, when we treat strangers better than we treat our spouses. 
We have a, we have, come on, we have a problem when we treat, you know, our co-workers better than the way we treat our kids. But he says, everything you do, you should do it as unto the Lord. In Romans eleven thirty six, the word of God says, for, for of him and through him, get this, for of him of Jesus and through him and to him are all things to whom be glory forever, forever, amen. For him, through him, and to him. Come on, say it with me. For him, through him, and to him. Everything belongs to him. And when we do everything for him, and you understand I can become like a child and I can go and be what God's calling us to call him to be and I can go and bless the person that maybe nobody else wants to bless and I can stop being judgmental and just maybe help them and love. When I get this, I start living in a new way of life. Let me put it to you this way. If you can leave me that scripture on Romans 11. It says for him, through him, and to him. I'm going to give it to you this way. How many of you in here have, uh, have bought a cell phone for your children? Or your teenager or raise your hand I want to see okay you bought a cell phone for your teenager for your children okay whose cell phone is it I didn't hear you it says that it's for it's of him who bought the cell phone you did you know they don't have the credit to go get the cell phone some of the youth in here are gonna get upset at this it's okay I love you but I need you to get what God is teaching here you need to learn to honor because when you honor, listen, you will never have authority until you are under authority. You'll never have power. You'll never be able to let go of those things in your life. You'll never stop sinning in your life until you recognize that there's someone that's greater than your sin. It says, of him. Uh, you know, and it says, through him and to him. You know, I bought a cell phone for my, uh, for my son. And, you know, he's going to middle school, and now they put the books in the cell phone. I'm not a big fan of those things, you know. I think there's a time and a season I prefer for him to go outside and play. Come on, parents, you know. Like, before, our parents used to struggle getting us in the house. Pepito, get in. Come on. Now it's like, get out. Go do something, you know. It's just up him, and, and, and I give him the phone. And I say, here you go. I need you to take care of it. Within two weeks, you know, he's like, um, can, I have, uh, can I have my phone? I say, uh, Are you paying for this phone? Come on, Ferris. How many of you like to use that one? Are you paying for this phone? No. But you gave it to me. That's right. But it's through me. Through him. You're getting this through my paycheck. See, God's given us a life that is of him. And it's through him. And we're like, it's my life. It's not your phone. It's not your life. Come on, somebody. And it's to him. And he says, well, then why did you get it from me for? And I say, so you can call me. You didn't hear me. What did you get me the phone for? So I can be in communication with you. Can I tell you, God gave you a life so you can have a relationship with him. It's for him. It's, just, it's through him. And it's to him. It's so that you can have a relationship with God. But it's my life. It's my choice. It's of him. It's through him. And it's to him that we live. Say with me, Revival. When we get this in our spirit, we start living different. I've been telling you, I was expecting my dad to just get me. And, you know, my mom kept on telling me, you know, just wait for your dad to get here. Just wait. As soon as he walks in here, you're going to see the fury of God. 
You're going to see what's going to happen to you. And I was, I was had this expectation as soon as he walks in, man, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. And I tell this to my wife because, you know, my wife started using that. Moms in the house, how many of you have used that? Wait for your dad to get here. Raise your hand if you used it. Okay, come on. You need to stop using that. Listen, I, t- I tell my wife, why do you? I just come in from work. I want to give him a hug. And as soon as I walk in, look at what they did. I say, come on. You can be the bad cop too. And she says, I've been the cop, the bad cop all day. I see the ladies. <laughs> I was expecting for him to. But see, I need you to get this. My dad always had a dream of becoming a professional soccer player. He played college soccer. Uh, he paid his scholarship as, as a dentist was through him pl- playing soccer. So he played at a soccer, he, he was even in the reserves team, a professional team, when the Cobras were here. Some of you guys are like, what's that? You know, it's better. It's, you would play against America, against like professional teams. He was in the, he was, you know, he loves soccer. So all my life, my first shoes were soccer cleats. My mom has them reserved. I want you to get this. I have to become like a child. I have to make sure that if I'm going to be what God's calling me to be, I got to understand who I'm following. I didn't even, I didn't have to struggle I saw my dad playing soccer. They put a ball in front of me. I just kick it forward. I, I played throughout my high school. I played college as well. There was something I loved it. I saw him playing. But one day, I was about seven, eight years old, and they put me to shoot a penalty. My dad got so frustrated with the coaches we had that he became a coach. Parents in the house, how many of you have ever gone to a game and you're like, oh, the coach needs to make a difference? How many of you are the parents in here that like start screaming at their kids while they're playing? Come on, raise your hand. At the refs. Come on. In Jesus' name. And remember, there's a penalty shot that I have to take. Thank you for the pass. And I'm seeing it, and my mom's outside. Oh, la sangre de Cristo. And she's yelling this to my dad. I'm hearing him. She's saying, Put somebody else to, to, to shoot that, to shoot that penalty. It's too much pressure on my chiquito. I'm like seven, eight years old. You know, I don't know, 35, 40 pounds. I was little, man. He's like, hey, listen, 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 ref, ref. I'm, I'm telling she's screaming at the people. Somebody else take that shot. So much for courage, huh? And my dad's the coach. And I look at him. I'm scared because I'm going to tell you something. There can be many great players. There's amazing players. But to take a penalty shot, you need character. Amen. You can have talent. I need you to get this. To pass the test that you're going through. To get, I don't know. He said, he said, listen, I want you to get, Jesus said this in John 17, 21 through 23. That they shall be one as you, Father, and me, I are in me and I in you. That they also may be one in us. That the world may believe that you sent me. Listen to this. And the glory which you gave me, I have what? To get the glory, you're going to have to go through a test. I have to become like a child. I have to understand who I'm following. I need you to get this. I'm about to shoot this penalty. And I look at my dad and all he does is this. Look at me, please. All he does is this. Everybody else is screaming. The coach from the other, from the other, from the other team is, Leto, Leto, you're not going to do it. The, the goalie is. <laughs> and I go there. I'm about to shoot the penalty. I look back. My dad. 
my mom, I am hijo. I got in front. I knew how I needed to shoot that penalty because I would practice with him every day. He was my coach. I need you to get this. God knows that what you're going through, you're like, God, how come you don't speak to me on this problem? How come you don't tell me what I have to do here? And God says, I trained you. I coached you. Come on, somebody. It's your turn. Take the shot. Come on, somebody say with me, take the shot. I've trained you. I, I put you in the position now because I want to give you a greater glory. Come on, somebody. I need you to take the shot. I knew I had to take it. I had to, sh I had to shoot it strong into the side. Boom. Strong into the side. I knew I had to do that. Strong into the side. I didn't hear you. What did you say? No. All right. Thank you. I, I had to take that shot. Now, as we put this away, I need you to get this. I need you to get this. In order for me to know how to take this shot, I had to spend time with my father. So let me revival. There's an awakening in your spirit that God's been calling. You're not here in church just because. The more time you spend in prayer, the more time you spend on his word, the more time you spend worshiping when the test comes. The, the coach doesn't have to tell you anymore what you need to do. You're waiting for a, for a prophetic word. Harry told you what you needed to do. Forgive. Take the shot. No, mom, please, no, mom. No, mom, don't tell my dad. Don't tell my dad. If you tell him. I want you to stand with me today. Takes off his shoes. <laughs> Takes off his shoes. And starts jumping with me. I wonder how many opportunities we've missed of God jumping into a situation in our life because we're afraid that he's going to show up. If he shows up, pastor, he's going to make me change. Well, maybe you need to stop putting cushion on the door, on the walls, you know. Maybe you need to stop doing flips. Jesus came, became like us, sees you where you are, and says, if you let me coach you, you're going to pass that test. Somebody say with me, I'm going to pass that test. Thank you for tuning in. We want to remind you that you are the salt and light of this world. So if you enjoyed today's message, share the podcast with your family and friends.